0: Welcome back to the podcast, my friends. Today's episode is brought to you by San Jam Fest. That's taking place in Panama City Beach, Florida, and it's happening very, very soon, April 26th through the 28th. I mean, Friday, we get Kings of Leon, Cold War Kids, Blackberry Smoke. Saturday, you get Third Eye Blind, Dirty Heads, J.J. Gray, who we just saw recently, uh, Yay Sayer, Shadow Boxers, Brandon Taz, this He's like 12 years old and plays better than anyone else. Sunday, you get Young and Giant, The Revivalists, Matt and Kim, and also today's guest, Miss Kirsty Lovelady. Kirsty's in town from Nashville to play the festival this weekend, and uh, she came by the, the podcast studio to talk some shit with us, man. I'm stoked. Yeah. Red. We're going to have a good time. She was rad. Yeah, yeah. Super down to earth. Uh, really excited. She just came out with a new single. Um, so it was fun to get her on here, talk about that. Um, you know, we hit on a bunch of stuff like dogs, Whitney, Whitney Houston, <laughs> uh, teen idols. Yeah, that's really all how you awesome need. John Mayer is. But anyway, uh, we're we're very excited to have Kirsty on the show. You can still get your tickets to Sand Jam Fest. That's SanjamFest.com. Get your tickets, go out there, see some good music, keep things like this happening in our area. And. Without further ado, please welcome our guest, Christy Lovelady. From Boat Studios in Destin, Florida, it's the Whatever It Means To You podcast. It's something that most people don't like at first.
1: With Jared Gramblin. I love my job, but I hate talking to people like you. And Shane Denton. White
0: people? Yay! We got a good one for you today. All right, Whatever It Means To You podcast. Here we are. Our accumulation with our partnership with Sanjam Festival kind of comes to it like head today. Uh, we actually have an artist and someone who's also very close uh, to the involvement with the festival. My guest today is Christy Lovelady.
1: What's up, you guys? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing so good. Right how on. Are you?
0: Good, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, how long you been in town?
1: Um, two days. Okay. Yeah. So not far, long. so good. So far, so good. Well, yeah. you
0: missed the crazy, the crazy weather too, right?
1: What, like the hurricane?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> like, Are we going yeah. to the hurricane <laughs> no, or like? You, <laughs> you did get to okay. miss that, but no, like hey, when we, crazy um, weather, uh, like on Friday when we flew out of here, like our our flight was delayed and everything, and oh, no. and it came through pretty good. I think we had like what like forty or fifty mile an hour winds or something. Oh, like. that's crazy! Yeah, yeah, storm came in. Yeah, yeah. We were delayed like three hours. Something like that. Yeah. Ooh. So you got here right when the right when the good weather started. starting. <laughs> how was that so. plane ride with <laughs> that weather? <laughs> oh well, it, it was it was kind of like you know how when a really bad storm comes through, like immediately after, it's just like everything looks yeah it looks like chaos just happened yeah but it feels kind of eerie outside. That's that was the feeling.
1: That's good. Yeah. <laughs> it was like five thirty a.m. or something. Oh my gosh. Because
0: we took our early flight. That's so. early. Yeah.
1: Well, that's good. Dodge the weather, because it's been gorgeous Mm. since I've been here. So beautiful. Yeah. Which is nice, because back at home in Nashville, the weather is like... It was pretty cold when I left, so this has been beautiful.
0: So Nashville's like 100% home then? Yes. Nashville's home. Has Mm -hmm. Has it been home your whole life?
1: Yeah. My family, my parents moved. Me and my sisters there when I was in first grade, so... Originally from New Orleans, but moved there when I was in first grade, and so yeah, that's been home. Still yeah. live there.
0: Yeah. What What's the change been like since just since you've been there?
1: So crazy. Okay, I always say this because um, have you ever been to Nashville? Several. Yeah, several times. So East yep. Nashville, have you ever been over there?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> Halloween every day.
1: <laughs> so East Nashville is actually <laughs> like Seriously, a I'm really.
0: The, <laughs> I can't even go to a coffee shop there. Like I go to a coffee <laughs> shop, but I'm like, okay, like it's like it's like a. A hipster steampunk. Uh, every <laughs> everyone's in some kind of costume, and I'm like, I just want some coffee. I want to get some coffee a and get costume. out of here.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. But it's really vibey, really mm-hmm. cool. It's like one in, It's a really popular place yeah. in Nashville now. But growing up, it was like, do not go there. It, that is just, you know, it was not a great part of town. My parents would never let mm-hmm. us go there growing up. And as I got older, had more and more friends start moving over there. I'm like, what are you
0: doing? Yeah. <laughs>
1: He's Nashville. It's not good. But what's well, the, the I mean,
0: gentrification, right? Yeah.
1: So it's just, it's crazy how much it's expanded. I don't know if it was the show Nashville or I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden Nashville became really cool mm-hmm. and the place to be at. And, um, yeah and it and also became like really rare that I grew up in Nashville everyone's always like what you mm-hmm. lived here yeah but I don't know
0: yeah well I feel just from from an outsider's perspective I feel like it kind of you know you know of course years and years ago that was the place to go but but just for country and gospel music right and, and then I think also uh, with, with the gentrification of East Nashville and and other people going there again like there's got to be there has to be a reason for it
1: Right. Well, and one thing that has been really cool about Nashville, because it has accepted a lot of other genres Mm -hmm. besides just gospel and country, it really is a home for... For rock and pop and a bunch of yeah, other I just said, I said pop, music. There yeah, with imaging, you know? yeah, so. exactly, yeah. So that's really cool. I love that about Nashville that it's become more of like a music city and mm-hmm. not just country music city. That's been really cool. But um, yeah, I don't know what it was that made it all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. become the school. And life. then
0: like like Jack White with uh, Third Man coming yeah. out there and stuff. And mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, it's it's a different thing. Like I didn't think the first time. I think like the first time I went there as an adult. Uh, was probably about a decade ago. And that was right at the beginning. You know, they had just redone uh, the big Hall of Fame, right? Like yep. in the center of downtown and mm-hmm. everything. And, uh, yeah, definitely had a vibe. And I like, I like every, every part of Nashville and even East Nashville is cool, but I can only spend so much time in East Nashville just cause I'm... It's a
1: really hip place. Yeah, I'm
0: not, <laughs> and I'm not cool. Like, I'm pretty, uh, I'm We pretty, live like, on the west you know, side of town,
1: which I love. Uh-huh. I love it over there. It is really chill and developing a lot more now mm-hmm. too, which is really cool. Um... But, yeah, I um, I went through the whole phase of, oh, my gosh, because I lived there my whole life. Oh, I need to get out of here. I want to get out of Nashville. It's boring, blah, 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 whatever. And um, ended up going to Belmont in college and totally fell in love with the city all over again. Mm. And I think that's, like, when it started becoming, like, this cool place. And I still haven't left. That's home yeah. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and there's a bunch of good food now, too, for, yeah. for everyone. Like, uh, there's a vegan restaurant I always go to out there, like Wild Cow.
1: Okay, I mean, never tried that.
0: Yeah, um, the, and it's right next to another one. And then uh, my friend Doug uh, manages uh, a place called The Pub right in the Gulch. Yep. Yeah, right next Definitely to like, the biscuit place. Definitely where that place. is. Yeah, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's, a, that's cool. So that's normally where whenever I head out there. And just uh, I'magine uh, the band that I worked with for a while, they they play at The Pub a, a little bit, too. Sweet. So Do they play of, in town a lot? Not a lot, but yeah. a couple times a month. Um, Sweet. You know, just to... Uh, because that's kind of th- the relationship that we built uh, w- with them heading to Nashville. It was kind of the premise that, like Doug, wanted them at the pub quite a bit. Gotcha. So, and they, like he's trying to turn it into like an every Sunday type thing as well, which oh, really, h- which really helps. So yeah. I think they can try to build it. But, mm-hmm, build and, that, but that Nashville just—it's such a weird place for for music because everyone there is so talented, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of competition there for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah.
0: You, what did you study in college?
1: Um, business i just got a business degree yeah yeah i really didn't want to go to college honestly (laughs) that was something that my parents pretty much made me do which you know i'm grateful for it now Mm -hmm. that i have it but um yeah i fought that the whole way through please don't make me go to school and they they guilted me into it Mm -hmm. so um yeah i I just studied business there i didn't do anything with music at belmont but um it's located in the heart of nashville and It was really cool to live there and not, you know, on the outskirts of it, which is where I grew up. So um, it made me view Nashville totally different. And I was able to build a lot of connections on the business side, which is, um, you know, really helped me on as far as the artist side goes. Well,
0: yeah, it's important to understand both of those.
1: Yeah, definitely. (laughs)
0: Um, now, now growing up in in Nashville from a young age, and also having a father who has he been in the in the business his whole
1: yeah your whole yeah, life as well definitely yeah that's why we moved to Nashville. Um, a band called Little Big Town. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, it's so funny. I so we're originally from Louisiana. Um, then moved to Mississippi for a little bit, and that's where my dad met. Um, the people from little big town so he moved his family to nashville to um manage them and you know pursue that dream and i ran into my um second grade uh, teacher one time at the vet not too long ago and she was like i remember you being in second grade and your dad coming in being like yeah you gotta watch out for this band little big town and she thought my dad was crazy like mm-hmm. yeah you're just another another guy coming in." down, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, hoping that your band's going to make it. And, you know, they've obviously done really well, but that's why we moved to Nashville. And he, um, yeah, he worked with them and for 12 years, a really long time. And, um, yeah, he's been in the industry, I mean, done more than Little Big Town, but, um, that's why we moved to Nashville. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I assume if he, if he was their manager for 12 years, then you got to witness the yeah, uprising of them actually going to play. A, yeah, and honestly, you know, that was
1: that was a huge reason why I got into music myself. Just seeing them, their work eth- ethic, and just they just never gave up and was constantly at it. And I got to see the non glamorous side of mm-hmm. the music industry with just like, yeah, pack your stuff in a van and let's just go from place to place, put thousands of miles on it. And I saw them do it firsthand, and it kind of inspired <clears throat> me to just do that and understand the hard work you have to put into it mm-hmm. from the get go and it's not all like tour bus and flying from place to place. Oh, it's awful. Oh my gosh, it's hard work. People it's don't get worst. it. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: the it's worst. It's the worst. I remember it's all I wanted to do growing up and when I finally like when I finally got a band to the point to where I could put them on a tour for 30 days. Yeah. Uh, and we could go across the country. Like the first 2 days you're like, okay, this is kind of exciting. And then it, it gets really, like, yeah it goes in waves. It gets really bad for a few days. Because mm-hmm. you're like, I, how am I going to do this for 30 more days? Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know? And, and, like, I like all of you in the van with me. Mm-hmm. You know? We're all friends and everything. But, like, I don't. But then I, I feel like after, like, that eight or nine day mark, yeah. Because it, it, it starts to get fun.
1: Yeah, definitely. When I when you know? I first went to my dad and was like, I really want to do music. I think this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. He's like, Well, if I can talk you out of it, let me talk you out of it. Yeah. And you try to like talk me out of it at first, you know? But yeah, but also when you just love it, and you have that passion mm-hmm. for it, I mean, there's really nothing else that can compared to it. It's that, those hour, two hours on stage, it's totally worth the 22 hours off of it.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. so how old were you when you told me you wanted to do music?
1: Oh my gosh, like, I think I was in, sometime in elementary school. I was gonna say, you probably had to have
0: been pretty young. Yeah,
1: and I so vividly remember, and actually it wasn't Little Big Town, um, it was this other artist he was working with, her name was Shelly Fairchild, and she she was opening up for Rascal Flats, Mm -hmm. and he took me to the show, And I was watching this show from the side of the stage, seeing her perform. And obviously, there's this huge crowd. And I just, I I could feel the energy of the crowd standing on the side stage. And yeah, I was in that moment. I never experienced something like that. And I never turned back. Like, this is what I wanna do. That and um, both of my sisters (laughs) kind of like accomplished every other category in the world my older sister is a genius so good at all academics and mm-hmm. still is the smartest person i know my little sister is the most athletic person so i'm like i'm gonna pick up this guitar
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: i'm gonna play some music y'all can't do
0: that i'm, I'm a middle <laughs> child too so yeah, yeah. oh my gosh Power middle up. Child syndrome.
1: <laughs> all the way
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that, that is crazy the, the, there's there are there's some a, a couple parallels there because my brother is a wizard He's yes. My older brother, <laughs> is he knows uh, it's unbelievable <laughs> the amount of knowledge that he has. It mm. Just And like sometimes to the point to, i would be like, hey, dude, shut the fuck up. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah. You know, like we'll be watching a basketball game and he'll tell me where like each, each player went to high school, like where they played their high school ball at. <laughs> oh
1: my like, gosh, oh. yes. It? it was always the worst. My older sister was just... So smart and all the AP honor classes and then I just was this legend in school and then I come up like right after her and people are like, oh, are you Amber's little sister? (laughs) And then like they read my papers and it's like, oh, (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah, my my mom, she would always be like, this is my creative child.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, he marches to the beat of his own drum. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly that's how she justified it. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, but I mean, th- at the same time, though, if, if okay, your dad being as successful he was in the business, if when he came and told you, or when you came to, t- to tell him that you want to do music, mm-hmm. I feel like he had to have known that you had some talent at that point. Otherwise, he probably would have just said nah, right?
1: Hopefully, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, um, like
0: w- was it a known thing that you were talented?
1: Oh my gosh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. a question more for them. Um, I, I just loved it so much, mm. I really didn't know if I was good or not, mm. I and I would practice all the time, and um, one thing my dad did say, he would always tell me, you know, it's more about just singing, because of course that's where I initially mm. started with just wanting to sing and was obsessed with doing karaoke and all that stuff. And he would always tell me, you know, songwriting, that's where the money is in. You know, you can sing all day long, but you got to learn how to write a song. So from very early on, I picked up a guitar and, um, yeah, and just tried to figure that out. And, um, yeah, I think that that's where um, that's where I spent a lot of my time trying to figure out how to write a song. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they thought I was good or not. I never really focused on that. It just kind of like, <laughs> just yeah, do. just like busting them out and just trying to figure my own voice out mm-hmm. in the process. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> so, did you, did you start, when did you start actually performing?
1: Um, well, my my grandfather, I have that whole like, my grandfather's a preacher, performed. I was gonna and ask, yeah, like, were you in the church? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he, um, I always was singing at the church growing up. Um, he had a he was a preacher at this church in New Orleans, so I was always involved in that. My mom is such a beautiful piano player, and and she of course made me and my sisters take piano growing up. And um, if you've ever done that as a child, it's like the cruelest thing you can do to a child. (laughs) It is so boring. But like the best. I feel
0: like it's the best thing that you can do, especially if your child wants to be a musician. Well, now
1: I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. But of course, back then I was like, oh, my gosh, I just don't care about learning the scales. I don't care about learning these songs or whatever. And I just I wanted to create my own music. And Mm -hmm. she would make us practice like 30 minutes a day. And I I would just go and practice and just create my own songs instead of... um, instead of learning the stuff that my teacher would try to get me to learn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, That's good that you learned to play piano, though.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm thankful play? for it now. I Yeah, I do still play. I'm thankful for it now. But yeah, back in the day when I was like, you know, eight years old, I'm like, Mom, I do not want to play
0: this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you compromise? You'd be like, I'll, I'll do your scales and stuff for for 30 minutes if you let me write my songs for you know whatever kind of thing
1: um yeah that's a good question i don't my mom never she loved that i was creating my own thing so she wasn't like too offended when i spent time you know writing my own stuff and oh my gosh of course like we're talking like eight-year-old songs here It
0: was. i was like... gonna ask uh, my next question was gonna be what was your first song about
1: oh my gosh okay here it goes my family it was like we're a big big family oh yeah with, with three children oh yeah so good yeah <laughs> get nice, you right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first smash
0: <laughs> is that is that what you're gonna open up with at, at sand San jam? jam
1: yep we're gonna bust that one out Your again band knows it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny my <laughs> whoever's listening to this my friends are so gonna judge me for saying <laughs> that right now
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is so funny <clears throat> so then uh did you play all through college and stuff like what Kind of, how's how's your music career kind of developed since you, yeah. you know, decided that you want to do it professionally?
1: Right. Um, throughout college, honestly, I did a lot of songwriting rounds and still, um, you know, played guitar in my dorm room and um, met a lot of people. But I really, I did some internships on like the publishing side in college and really tried to learn the business side of it mm-hmm. and didn't really focus on the artist side of it until after I graduated then um that was the deal that my parents made with me you know you go get your degree and then we will support you doing music full-time and um so as soon as I graduated I got a band together and found an agent and we went right on the road and they were they were totally down with that and we were able to um yeah support ourselves doing music full-time for a couple years after that okay yeah it was it was so much fun we had a blast Pretty much traveled all over, mostly the southeast region. Okay, and um, yeah, played every every club, every bar that would take us, every mm-hmm. tin roof. Oh my gosh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so <laughs> over tin. I mean, I love I, tin roof, I but I, I
1: have eaten at every tin roof. I <laughs> have uh, <laughs> Played every. Imogene's doing. Yeah. Imogene's
0: doing a little bit of the tin roof circuit <laughs> yes. right now.
1: Hey, they're great. It's, you can
0: make some money. Yep, they but pay you have really to play, well. and you had to play four hours straight. Straight.
1: Oh. No breaks. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking like you could not even go pee or anything. <laughs> That's right. like yeah. The first time,
0: I was like, I, when I presented the Tin Roof Opportunity, I said, uh, well, the here's the deal. Where are you going to, number one, where are you going to find this kind of money, this kind of built-in <laughs> right? crowd in these markets yep, you've never played? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can get away with playing some originals.
1: Right. Because that was always the struggle yeah. too. Yeah. You
0: know? But you gotta play four hours straight and I don't yeah. know how you do that. So <laughs> I just said you guys need to practice it. Like uh, you know sub yourselves in and out. Yep. You know Robbie hop on drums. Yep. So Charlie can go piss. <laughs> yes, like Exactly.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh that's and so true.
0: Get, uh, did you have someone else that could sing in your band?
1: Yeah my guitar player uh, he was able to bust out a few songs So you could me. like you yep. could
0: let him take, yeah. take yeah. the reins for a little bit. Yeah exactly.
1: And, so we were able It's it is a science. You have to map that out because yeah. they don't they won't let you stop playing music that whole time but yeah. so yeah we were able we were able to pull it off but like you said it's really a great building crowd um the struggle is always like oh my gosh i just want to sing original music mm-hmm. but you have to do the cover band scene to make the money and to also get you in front of
0: people, you know, who people. Are be yeah fans.
1: yeah so there there's a lot of perks to that and a lot of positivity and great reasons mm-hmm. to um go that route but
0: how did you score your uh, booking agent just for other <laughs> artists who might be listening to this who might be wondering that? Like, how did you how did you catch a booking agent that quick? Yeah, you know? um,
1: he he just happened to be out to one of my shows and he just approached me after. It was just like a local guy, but mm. he did he did great work for us and for for a while and kept us busy, kept us on the road, kept our bills paid. Yeah. And yeah, it, it was great. And it was honestly it was just a local guy because sometimes you don't you don't. I mean, it's great having, you know, the CAA and the WME, yeah. yeah, all that. I mean, that's great. That's obviously <laughs> the goal. But, um, yeah, I mean, to find people who just want to work hard, too, and are on your level and that, um, yeah, want to make it in the industry themselves, It's that's really – a great uh, way I'm, to start.
0: I'm glad to hear. You, I'm glad to hear you bring that up, though, because I've had that same conversation with a lot of artists as well. Especially, you know, the the, the dream is to, to you know just immediately get that that CAA, right. that, you know, William Morris or whatever. Um, but at the same time, you can get lost in the shuffle so quickly on that. Um, one of yeah. my uh, uh, one of the my like favorite bands is a band named Stokeswood, and they were touring pretty consistently. Like they'd come through town like once once a year at least in our area. But then. They got to play some bigger festivals and stuff, and they they signed to a bigger booking agent. And they went from playing like 150 times a year to playing like five times a year. Oh, but yeah. now those mm-hmm. f- they did get to play Bonnaroo, and they right. got to play some of the bigger things. That's but at the same it. time, if you're not. Yeah. It is dope, but if you're not touring around and supporting yourself the way people, you're going to be forgotten about pretty quickly.
1: Definitely. Yeah. You and, know? and all you want to do at the end of the day, end of the day is just, yeah, you want to do the, the dirty work and mm. just get out there, play as many shows as you can. And, um, you know, the bigger agencies, they kind of wait for the phone calls to come to them instead of someone that's local trying to make it to, they are actively making the phone calls for you mm. and that's. A huge difference it's
0: a, yeah it's a big time mm-hmm. it's, it's a deal it's yeah and a lot of times especially if you're on the lower level like the, the reason that maybe uh you know a band like them got to play bonnaroo is because like three or four of their other artists were there and said we'll send you all three of them if you you know they get to attach on some of the right. other artists mm-hmm. and stuff like that um do you deal with the booking of Sandjam at all like are you involved in the actual booking process of that or um, i know you said that you do a little bit of work for that and, and let's also clarify Kind of the connection yeah. that you have,
1: <laughs> yes, Sand Jam, San Jam as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah my dad. He's one of the um, one of the two guys who started it, and um, that was a dream of theirs. They originally started it with Gulf Coast Jam, which is also in Panama City. That's like a country festival. Um, that was the original dream, and they kind of built that to be really big and what it is today worked really hard to get it there and this is the second year of sand jam and really i mean honestly the rock and roll roots that's what my dad is Mm -hmm. that's um he kind of learned to love country through being in nashville but yeah
0: to love country (laughs) Uh, oh my gosh, maybe I like, <laughs> did I say that like really poorly? No, 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 that was like, you. you that's, that's a business degree way of saying that. <laughs> so, no, no. <laughs> really there's my Belmont degree coming in.
1: Um, but yeah, you know, he, he does love country, mm-hmm. but, um, but his soul and his heart was rock and roll and it was, it's, so it's been really cool for him to do this now, the mm-hmm. sand Jam side of it and. Yeah, which is so much fun because it's actually on the beach. Yeah, and th- did y'all go last year?
0: No, I. Uh, y'all are going to go this year though, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, we're, I'm very excited about yes. the lineup this year. So much um, fun. So, well, yeah, both both he and I are going to go, and um, and a couple other friends as well. Sweet. So yeah, excited. it's
1: two stages that are you know kind of facing each other, and yeah. then the crowd is just in the middle, and you just kind of go like back and forth. It's it's way. I cool. think
0: it's really important that. Uh, that, that we have something like that in our area you know me being from I've, I've lived here since 96 i think shane's lived here on and off his whole life um and to, to have something that close especially with like what the storm did to the area and, and yeah. that it's still happening mm-hmm. um we don't get that kind that kind of stuff doesn't come here this isn't na- this isn't nashville you know right. this is a small beach town yeah in the panhandle of florida and
1: that was definitely something that they had thought about, and that's why they wanted to bring it to Panama mm-hmm. City because that was, yeah, something that really wasn't happening there. And um, both my dad and his his partner Mark, they were really passionate about giving Panama City something that you know wasn't there. And
0: yeah, did he now? Did, really did they, they have connections to Panama City prior to that, or would, were they just living in Nashville and said? That's where we want to do it, kind of well, thing.
1: Well, have y'all ever heard of Bama Jam? That festival, in oh, I remember, Alabama. I remember yeah, Bama Jam. way back in the day. Um, they that's kind of where um, both of them worked for that festival, and um, and then when that festival ended, they had experience with that and like kinda, how to get
0: funding and right, all that yeah, kind of just stuff.
1: learned the back end of all of that through that festival, and then was able to go to Panama City and just they had it, they had approved their their worthiness for sure because um, they came in totally new to the game and um Panama City you know the the government there was just like oh yeah we'll give you a shot I guess and mm-hmm. they um graciously let them come in and <clears throat> and just kind of you know build the little Gulf Coast community to what it to what it is now.
0: Yeah. Well, that's been going on for, what, like, six, five, oh five, five, six years now or something like that? I think since
1: 2013, maybe. Mm-hmm. 2012, 2013. I think 2013.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do, do you get to, do you play on that?
1: I have before, mm-hmm. but um no, not, I haven't really anymore. I'm um, kind of going more towards the, you know, pop, yeah. <laughs> pop direction. So, um yeah, but. Gulf Coast shine is such a great festival and was a huge platform for me for a little bit I was able to play there. I, mm. I played there a couple times. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How how excited are you to play San Jam?
1: Um just a little. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I I'm, I'm so excited. Yes, my dad, you know, he's involved in it. It's I mean, yeah, it's pretty easy for me to just be like, oh, please let me, you know, be on the festival, but you know, my dad makes me work for it too. He makes me um you know, earn my own stripes, and yeah. he doesn't just, you know, put me up there for the hell of it. He's, yeah, here you go, he main, main
0: stage Eddie o'clock. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right.
1: <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he makes me work towards it, and I mean, my my last name is his last name. You don't want to look stupid, so yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I really am excited that they allowed me to. To play that stage because you know they very easily could be like nope, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so I I am really excited.
0: Yeah, and are you back to doing the whole music full time thing now, or or yeah, I am. Do you still rock a day job or what?
1: (laughs) I um, do a little bit of a day job. I rock the day job a little bit, yeah. But um, you know, I we talked a little bit before, but um, I kind of took a break from the whole music thing for a while, and um, so I definitely needed a job and. Just kind of transitioning back into it and trying to figure out how to make it full time again, but um, yeah, it took a break for a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're excited. You're excited to be back at it.
1: I'm so excited. We just released um, the first new song of the New Direction. Um, we released it last Friday, I think it was on the 19th. It's called "Got It Right."
0: You got it right. Got it right. And people can hear it on all the major platforms yeah. Spotify, mm-hmm. iTunes, all yep. that kind of all stuff. all the things. Yeah. All How's it going things. so far? How's the response been?
1: Good. I mean, I think it's been good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no one has shit talked me yet. So that's, <laughs> that's cool. That's positive. um Yeah, it's been really good. It it just feels so good to have something back out there Um, because yeah, for a while I just kind of I didn't release anything. It's probably been like three years I think that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I've released any new music, and yeah, it just feels good to. To have it out there.
0: Yeah, getting a band back.
1: Yes. Oh my in. gosh. Yeah, but San Jam, that'll be our first show back in a while.
0: <clears throat> oh really? Yeah. So y'all, you y'all you just been practicing, and <laughs> ready yeah, to do just, this?
1: Just jamming in the garage. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes.
0: Um, for people listening to this who might want to come see you, uh, what stage will you be on, and where can they come see?
1: You? um We are playing at the Pepsi Zero Sugar stage at three ten on Sunday. Okay, Mm -hmm. sweet. Young the Giant Day, yeah, fun. Who are you all excited to see?
0: Uh, Honestly, I've had this. I've I've known about Young the Giant for a while, and um, the the drummer that I was very close to in the in the band Imogen just loved Young the Giant, Mm -hmm. and uh, I I kind of came around a few years a few years back, and I was like, these guys are really as far as like rock and roll music is such a different thing now. Like it just Mm. we, we had a conversation on the podcast about it a while ago. But uh, I feel like they're, for example, like a band like the Lumineers is considered alternative music now.
1: Right, and yeah. that just
0: that blows my mind. I'm like, no, it's not. That's like, right. uh, you know, it's it's not, no, That's, it's, it's not. not alternative music. You please call it something different. Right. When I think of alternative music, i you know, even like from the 90s up through, like, you were in a Kurt Cobain shirt. I'm thinking of Nirvana, I'm thinking of Pearl Jam, yeah, I, uh, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. even uh, you know, if you get on the popular side, I'm thinking. Uh, gin blossoms you you know something like that or even into the indie type music uh, LCD sound system you know like that's alternative music to me yeah Um, it's not the fucking Lumineers (laughs) but um but I think I think Young the Giant's doing it really well Um, uh, I've always Kings of Leon I've I've, I've liked Kings of Leon for a long time now and is it crazy to think that like Kings of Leon's classic rock now
1: (laughs) yeah right For real. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Like My Chemical Romance, like bands like that, like they're considered classic rock now. Mm. I was like, whoa.
1: That is is really crazy to think about. I've never thought about that, actually. Mm -hmm. I don't think I have. That is insane.
0: Yeah. Like, because, you know, I grew up in the 90s, but like bands that were big in like the late 70s, early 80s, like 12, 13 years down the road, that was classic rock already. Mm-hmm. So now the bands that I was listening to oh in yeah. 2003, 2004, yeah. now that it's 2000, that was 15 years ago.
1: Oh my gosh. Where is oh, Time are you saying I sh- know. That? It's it's
0: weird. It's weird. <laughs> on our way over here, um, who was it? We were listening to uh, Sirius XMU and someone was covering an LCD oh, Sound cover? System yeah. song. And I'm like, <laughs> why are people covering LCD Sound System already? Like, like, dude, it's, it's,
1: this song's like 12 years
0: old. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it's not like it just came out oh my yeah. gosh that is so funny uh,
0: uh, my favorite band that's playing that was Yaysayer really yeah. I love Yaysayer is <gasps> Yay gonna be a good show have they, they have one live? of my favorite yeah I've seen them a couple I've of times them, I've seen them like three times yeah. but uh, that that their album uh, Oddblood's one of my favorite records still like oh I just gosh. I really like Yaysayer um yeah, who are you most excited to see?
1: Um, third Eye Blind. I'm really That's excited. That's going to be a fun yeah, show. Yeah. I, 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 my dad loved their music growing up, so I listened to them a bunch. And, and those are oldies now. Yeah, and those <laughs> are oldies. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Um, and uh, I haven't seen Matt and Kim live mm-hmm. before, but I That's just hear show. they put on such a great yeah, show. Yeah, a lot of energy. Yeah, so I'm really excited yeah. to see them confetti, as well. Blues. Ooh, confetti? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm down for the and concerted.
0: she's just she's just gnarly like she would beat any one of us up in this room <laughs> oh, probably yeah. all oh, at the yeah. same time like she just she when she's up there just bet, like I don't know it's cool That's she's, she's good
1: so y'all have seen them before too no. okay I'm I'm excited to see them yeah
0: yeah we uh we see a lot of music you know especially just I've been working in the business for a while yeah. now so but uh but yeah when that lineup came out I was like way to go like. Yeah, props yeah
1: they, yeah, they sure. worked hard on that one for sure i'm excited about it yeah
0: and then i'm sure there's probably going to be like some some after things going on too like the, the venues around the area as yes. well like, hammerhead
1: freds
0: yeah hammerhead freds probably
1: yeah they're um i know that they're doing the next wave finalist competition there and um yeah yeah. Whoop. <laughs> woo-hoo! Yeah! Um, yeah i'm excited about that are y'all yeah. coming out to that on thursday
0: Yeah, I'll be with uh, with the imaging guys. We have to basically we have to come out to. Actually, I think we have to come meet Randy for like an interview early that that either like like that day. (laughs) Well, I don't have to do anything, right? (laughs) And then they have to come. They have to come back to Niceville and play their show to nashville or uh, Na- niceville oh nice yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, nashville? No, so, so they'll <laughs> oh be back God. in niceville like from two to three o'clock uh, i think they play at northwest fest that's this thursday from uh, like six to eight and then they're gonna hop in their van hightail it
1: that's dedication the, i love it
0: <laughs> that is that dirty work yeah. i love that that yeah. is
1: grinding that's so cool. Good for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely need to introduce you to them. You yeah, guys, I would
1: love to meet them. Yeah,
0: you, you guys would hit it off and, um, you know. Let's do it. You, Let's
1: make that happen Thursday.
0: Get together and write. I'm going to hunt y'all yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, What else? Who else are you excited to see? Any other bands? Anyone that you haven't seen yet that you, like that you really want to um, see. Um
1: Blackberry Smoke. I'm excited to okay. see them too. Yeah, I love Southern Rock. Yeah. Yeah, Southern Rock is not dead, y'all. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm really excited to see them. Um goodness, who else? Cold War Kids. <sighs> Cold War
0: mm-hmm. Kids, that that's
1: yeah. a good show too. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I've seen all these people. Yeah, I
0: saw Cold War Kids in uh, Nashville actually when really? we, we were on tour. <clears throat> yeah, I was on tour with uh the Imagine Kids. We played at a place called uh, it was like the Nashville Brewery or something like that. Like they have a they had like a beer called the Basil Ryman or something like that. Ooh, um that but happened. anyway, like yeah, it was an early show and we got done at eight o'clock. And uh mm-hmm. one of our friends was working at a bar right outside of uh what's the venue there that's like a thousand, fifteen hundred people maybe, um in Nashville. <laughs> uh there's a lot. The one. Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 But everyone's playing there.
1: It's not the Ryman. Uh,
0: no. 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 It's um. It's it's like a big a, it's like a big warehouse basically. Fuck uh, the God. exit. In? It's not the exit in.
1: A big warehouse.
0: Doesn't matter. I'm not gonna remember. But anyway. Mercy. Um, I don't know. One of uh one of her friends worked in the bar, and he's like, "Yeah, we got a concert going on tonight." I was like, "Who's playing?" He's like, "Cold War He was like, was like "Get out of here!" No So way. we just walked around and like. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That great live band. Yeah, for sure.
1: that's such a cool thing about Nashville that they're just they just pop up, have like the coolest shows there. One time we were we were downtown and then someone was like, hey, Blake Shelton's doing a free show. I uh, like two bars over. and We're like, what? So, yeah, we just yeah. hopped right over. That happens all the time in Nashville. It's so cool.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be I couldn't live there because all my money would be gone. <laughs> I would spend it all on live music.
1: You have to be strategic. Yeah, yeah. And it's not cheap.
0: There. Do you still like seeing live music for the most part? Oh my
1: gosh, I love it. Yeah. I really do. I love it. It it's it inspires me a lot to up my game with my live show mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I love it.
0: Are you able to relax when you're watching live music now? Are you able to like still enjoy the show, or
1: uh, what mm-hmm. do you mean?
0: Well, an example. <laughs> I, I can't. It always takes me a couple hours before, like mm-hmm. if I'm at a festival or a show, it takes me a while to be able to settle in and actually enjoy the show because. Being in the business, in my head, I'm like, okay, tickets were this much. There's this many people here. Yeah. Production looks like it probably cost this much. Mm. Uh, you know, the so I'm just working numbers in my head. Yeah. And then like I either come to a good conclusion or a bad <laughs> conclusion. I'm either like someone lost their ass or uh, you know <laughs> That's something. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So it it's really changed the way.
1: Yeah.
0: The way I look at. Mm-hmm. Live I think music now.
1: Yeah, I. I think that the, there's like some degree that when I watch a live show, you have that in the back of your head, the logistics of it all, mm-hmm. but um, but overall I love going to
0: shows and just yeah. watching. It's Probably different as for a performer. A fan.
1: Yeah, just fangirling mm-hmm. all the way. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm all about that life.
0: Yeah, who's your, who's the most uh, like who's your like most favorite person like most favorite person you've ever met? Never like met. that you've been a fan of, like that you like
1: That's a that good you actually had, That you actually had the
0: chance to meet. Yeah,
1: okay. So 100 percent, John Mayer was really cool, and this was really crazy because I saw the first time I ever saw John Mayer live was at Bridgestone Arena. Um, It was my freshman year of college, and you know, been a huge fan of him throughout my life and. Uh, me and my roommate went to see the battle studies tour there and it was such a great show. We were freaking out, thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then like two weeks later, um, my uncle, he's a drummer and um, he he called and was like, oh, you know, Steve Jordan just um, he had to like take some a little bit of time off, whatever. And I got the the spot to go play for John Mayer. And we were <laughs> like, what? I just saw that tour. And of course, like stalked my uncle till he like let me go and meet John Mayer, and that was the. I mean, it was really quick and really fast, but it yeah. was like the most magical five minutes of my life. It was so cool, and he was so nice, and got a picture with him and. That yeah, was like the glory days.
0: He's in, John Mayer's in, he's like positioned himself in this perfect spot to mm. where like pop music lovers love him. People who like alternative music, he's okay to yeah. like, now he's touring with, with the dead.
1: Yeah. And like,
0: it's <laughs> yeah. kind of like a love hate thing with a lot of the hippies until yeah. they, but until they see him actually mm. play. And like, they realize that he can like run circles around anyone yeah. on stage. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Day, it's, it's really weird how he's been able to weave himself in and out of these, these, like every market, every market, Chappelle show. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's a comedian
1: too. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. I I think,
0: I think he's great. I think John Mayer is great. And it's just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know how he did it. Like that's.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So love John Mayer. I also really crazy story. I got to, I was, Backstage at um, a C.C. and show one time, one of my friends was dancing for her, and um, then Whitney Houston walked in and he was like, a, <sighs> Oh shit, you just, what <laughs> is happening? Yeah, it was literally one of those like, This is as close as th- you've been to Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know. I have a thing, I have a really big thing for Whitney. Really? It's unhealthy. It's, it's un- unhealthy. Yeah. It's almost gross. It's almost It's not gross. almost gross. <laughs> it's just, I, th- I it's don't, a normal there's no one. one. Yeah, but there's just a, uh, she's a legend. Yeah, uh, like her voice, there's nothing like it.
1: Nothing like it.
0: You know? No, it's um, like
1: the perfect balance of power and vulnerability. It really yeah, is. Yeah, she's amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it like punches you. <laughs> no, like, no, 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 yeah, like I'm yeah. freaking out. Like it, 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 <laughs> like it punches you in your face, but then apologizes for it. it makes it all <laughs> sweet right after it. I That's love so Whitney. True. I love, it's such, uh, just I can't believe the way like that went down, like, like everything. Yeah. But yeah, I have like, I have a Whitney Houston koozie. Like, okay. I, yeah it's really that's strange that's not that
1: weird yeah. just, that's all you have I, used, I have <laughs> Whitney I have Whitney Houston Wednesdays <laughs> yeah, he, he, on okay. social media Is, okay that's a little different w- where I post I post photos of Whitney <laughs> yeah, he's, I love he's that on groups, Wednesdays hashtags <laughs> he's crazy. yeah
0: if you've seen Whitney Wednesdays that's him <laughs> 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 I love that I love it did you get to talk to her
1: uh, very brief I mean it was so brief and you know one of those things was like don't bother her you know mm-hmm. don't but like you can't sit in a room with Whitney Houston without going up to her and just being like, mm, "You were everything. You are. Oh my gosh! That it was. It was amazing. Really quick. I yeah. mean, she was really nice, like really casual, just another person hanging out backstage. But that was insane.
0: I feel like I'd just be looking, like giving her a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just giving her a thumbs up that's amazing thumbs up well yeah well i don't great, (laughs) whitney you're doing great well yeah
0: but i don't get starstruck but but i think i think if i had the chance to meet her i wouldn't be able to handle it i don't know yeah
1: everyone has that that one person for sure everyone has that one person oh my gosh <laughs> ah, man. My I have that one person. It's a little more weirder and awkward than Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. but um my person that I would just like die, um, it would Jesse McCartney. Do y'all know him? Who? Jesse McCartney! Jesse
0: McCartney. Oh my gosh. No, I I'm done. sorry. I've, 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 I've <laughs> heard, <laughs> heard the name, but I don't
1: You guys. You've heard the name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's Jesse McCartney?
1: Well, basically, just like the love of my life since like, I don't know, we, kindergarten was it is like one
0: of those bond like teen oh yeah stars? like teen bop that's what okay. oh my gosh
1: 100% like in the Aaron Carter, Carter okay. group. He was, yeah, yes he was in but dream,
0: dream street
1: <laughs> you're googling it yes <laughs> yeah, googling. Dream that's his street. job All the way. <laughs> yes and I mean I'm talking like I he just had this new tour like he hadn't been on the road in a really long time and he came to Nashville um, played at, oh, I'm blanking on the name, Tannery Ballroom, that's what it was. And, like, the AC was out. There was no AC, and I, like, just did not care. I partied like I was 10 years old again. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess not partied like I was 10 years yeah, old. Yeah, I was going to say, why don't you bring, like, some, oh my fun, gosh. Eat,
0: bring some fun dip? And
1: my some... mom is so proud of me <laughs> listening to this right now. <laughs> your,
0: your big league chew? <laughs> yeah. How do you party like a 10-year-old? I party like a 10-year-old. <laughs> that is
1: so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um but it was it was the best. It was like the coolest like How many
0: people uh attend a Jesse McCartney show <laughs> these days?
1: Um you know, you know there was there was like there was like a crowd. It was sold out. Mm. So it was definitely Wow. Like, yeah, probably a few hundred. few hundred people was there. It went like a huge Oh, venue. so it's still
0: like an intimate show. Oh yeah, it was great very intimate. Did you get to meet him? <laughs>
1: I didn't. But when I was in, oh, my gosh, I'm making myself look so crazy right now. But when I was in the sixth grade, my mom brought me and my best friend to um, Six Flags. He was playing. And we pretty much were like class A stalkers, just like walking around the whole festival. Like, oh, my gosh, it's Jesse McCartney. And he played like throughout Six Flags about like six times that day. I was one of like three people there and so proudly sat there. And then like 10 years later, I was still had a show. Yeah. I haven't been on any security list or anything. So that's good. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't escorted out.
0: <laughs> Shane, who's your who's your one? I don't know if I've got one that would be like that starstruck. <laughs> I don't think I've ever obsessed over anyone like that. Yeah. I'm not trying to be cool. Oh, you're not living. I'm trying to think. You
1: know. need to find your person. <laughs>
0: I know. I feel bad for you that you don't have one.
1: <laughs> you need to find your person. That is so funny. Oh, my God. <clears throat>
0: Well, cool. Well I, I definitely appreciate you swinging by talking to us. What Yay. else do people need to know? Like where can people find you? Social media, all that kind of stuff. Yes. What's next?
1: <sighs> okay. Great question. Oh my gosh. Um you can find me on, on all the all the things. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I have a website, Kirsty com. Kirsty like Kirsty Alley. Mm-hmm. And then Love Lady. Then Love Lady. <laughs> I don't know. It's in a heart, then lady, which is by the way, I do need to say this, that I'm so impressed that y'all got my name right. I listened to a few of the previous episodes, and y'all totally nailed my name. Like, that never happens. Mm. It's always like, Kirsty, yeah. Kristen. Do you want to know how? Kirsten, how? Honestly? Yeah.
0: There's a uh, a big fan of uh, of Imogene whose name is Christy Lovelady. Wait. Swear to God.
1: Am I related to her? A <laughs> lovelady?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Um, but that's her name. So when I saw what? when I saw your I I knew who you were before we even got connected with Sand Jam, mm. because when the lineup came out, I said like I sent it to the band. I said, wait a oh, second. Is it this she hard? plays like I so that and then so, so I'm like I'm like reach out to her and find out what the hell is going on. Like yeah. none of this makes any sense. Yeah. And then it took me like a week to Realize that it wasn't Christy Lovelady, it was actually Kirsty. My Lovelady. mind is
1: blown. There's so, a, a Christy Lovelady out there, yeah. In I'll, the world. I'll tell you more Shout about her. Shout out to Christy, yeah.
0: I'll tell you more about her uh, after the show, but um, but anyway, so that's how I knew that it wasn't no way. Christy Lovelady, that it was actually Kirsty.
1: Awesome. Well, mad respect because that never happens, mm. no one ever understands yeah. the i i's, is before the r yeah so K- <laughs> it's very <I> <laughs> yes. k-i-r-s-t-i-e
0: Kirsty love lady love on instagram lady. yes yeah.
1: all the things um yeah just released a new single we're gonna come out with another one in june and yeah i've just been it's been so freeing we um this time around with creating this new music it's it's just been me and um, my guitar player slash producer slash really good friend. His name's Eric Mallon, and, and this has all just been him and I and, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, his spare bedroom just recording all this stuff. And first I was really nervous because it's not, like, the professional way or, like, the real thing to do with music. But, um, but honestly, it's been just my favorite music that we've ever created. It's definitely the most honest it's ever felt for me. And... It's just, yeah, it's just been really fun to yeah, yeah. Um, to create it, to produce it, to, um, to be a part of the whole process, and then to finally release it, and it feels so good that we have that one song out, and yeah, just going to keep grinding away at it, and... <laughs> starting from the bottom here we go
0: (laughs) so you're so you're at a point now to where you're actually just getting to write what you want to rather than having to have like a set idea like this has to fit within this box and I went
1: yeah and I went through that that whole path and that whole journey for a long time way more than I should have I think um really tried hard to fit into this box of whatever radio was accepting and went down that path I, I don't know I think a lot of artists do um and that just gets so exhausting to try to do the music um, that other people want you to do. And I was a- I was always able to write the lyrics that I wanted to write. But as far as from a production side, it was always, um, yeah, you need it. This needs to be more country. It's not country mm-hmm. enough. It's too pop. It won't be played on this station. It won't be played on this station. Oh, my gosh, it just gets so exhausting. And to some degree, um, Eric and I were just kind of like, let's just, you know what, let's just create the music we want to create and just kind of let the people call it what they want to call it. And <clears throat>
0: yeah, and then build it, just build from there. Yeah,
1: exactly. So that's what we've been doing. And it's, yeah, as an artist, it <laughs> feels so good to have that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, especially if you're working just with one other person and, 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 and doing some producing of it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you can re- you really control. put your stamp on it. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I found that I've I've worked with some really great producers in the past that have the um you know all the really good credentials and everything credentials. What am, what word am I looking for? It the <clears> uh, all like the artists. That I they, think
0: is cr- credits. Credentials, you, credentials yeah close to that no, you all know what I'm talking thing. about
1: um, their
0: resume is impressive
1: exactly yeah. I've done that I've done that route and that was obviously like so great and all but that's really intimidating and throughout that process I really wasn't able to you know pinpoint exactly what I wanted to because I was always like maybe scared to voice my opinion tell them I that you know like oh I want to do it this way when of course I'm like oh yeah they're right they're always going to be right Mm -hmm. but um yeah in this environment it's been really cool to actually like have my voice be heard and then um it's 100% me when people listen to this now which has been Mm. really awesome.
0: Have you ever worked with uh, like a publishing deal or anything like that or been in a room
1: with a like, publisher,
0: yeah, or just with stuff like that. The way the way like songwriters have publishing deals,
1: right? Yeah, I mean, I I interned at a publishing company in college, and mm-hmm. that was really eye opening. And I, um, yeah, I've met with a lot of publishers. Never had a pub deal personally, but I've written with a lot of people that have that. And yeah, that's a oh my gosh, that's a whole different world. It's a
0: wild. Like when <laughs> I first learned about how it that really works, is. like yeah, for people who for people who don't know, like if you get a publishing deal, you'll like Reed Waddle has a publishing deal, Shane. And and you'll, you'll, they'll just put you in a room with, like, three other people that have publishing deals and say, don't leave the room till you write a hit.
1: Yeah, and you have to write. And, and you're
0: writing, like, 200 songs a year. Yeah. Like,
1: you have to, like, produce so many songs. And, oh, my gosh, it's always so awkward to walking into a write with people you've never met before. I mean, some people can bust that out. And, I mean, there are professional songwriters mm-hmm. out there. I'll, incredible ones who can just write about whatever you want them to write, give them a topic, they are on it, it's a number one. Oh, my gosh, like, that's just, that's not my journey. (laughs) Like, I cannot Mm -hmm. do it that way. Um, And it's just always really awkward. It's very, like, vulnerable. I always say it's, like, a really weird first date where, like, you go on and all of a sudden, like, you have to open up your ideas and share people, like, in this very intimate, vulnerable place about, you know, song lyrics and song topics And yeah. yeah, it's, it's really scary. It's a really scary process. So. Yeah.
0: And especially if you have like three people in there, like Jim, Jim might be hung over his shit from last night, right? you know, uh, <laughs> you, you
1: never know. been there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> about to be dropped by her publishing company, and she knows it, so she's got to do this one more song. Like the dynamic could be so weird in there, but I I guess maybe that, maybe those really uncomfortable and and strange dynamics, it probably produces some good stuff sometimes.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just couldn't ever imagine.
0: uh, That's the hardest part is like when you write, you're a songwriter, but you probably like you're inspired by it. Like, mm-hmm. you get an idea in your head, and, and, and inspiration hits, and so when it does hit, you have to capture it. Right. Like, are you, have you trained yourself that way?
1: Um, to where, like, because
0: if not, you'll lose it.
1: Right. Oh, my gosh, yeah. We could go through my phone right now and, like, mm-hmm. go through all the voice memos, the really cool, awkward voice memos. when <laughs> me you just, like, in the bathroom or whatever, like, mm, like singing <laughs> to myself. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, and it... You definitely kind of have to capture it, because that's, like... Yeah, that's how I write songs. It's very much in the moment, personal, you know, I, I'm really not that great being, like, a songwriter where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, give me a topic. I'll bust out a hit. See, that's what I was yeah, saying. I, I couldn't imagine that. Yeah, I, I'm... I couldn't like I said, imagine removing inspiration from mm-hmm. it. Right, right. I mean, I think it's just a different type of art, and I have so much respect for people who do that. I wish I could do that, honestly. Mm-hmm. I really wish I could. But, uh, yeah, I. it's easier for me, and I think it's more... It's just more believable whenever it just comes from, like, a real situation. And, um, yeah, like, it can't be created until it's inspired to be there. Mm -hmm. that makes sense.
0: No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a completely different thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't, it's it's crazy to me that some of, like, the biggest hits have just come from someone basically painting by numbers. Oh, yeah. Blows my (laughs) mind.
1: For real. It absolutely blows my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, cool. Is there anything else you want to discuss? <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh. Yeah, just anything. Um, yeah, sure. I have, I have a really cool dog. My dog dog's really sweet.
0: <laughs> I, you're in my wheelhouse again. What kind of- <gasps> yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My wife worked at an adoption agency for like three years. Oh my so, gosh. yeah, well, what kind of dogs do you have?
1: Um, okay. I have a Pomeranian. Don't judge me. Uh-huh. He w- I got him from a shelter. His name's Zeppelin. And he's like the coolest thing that's ever come in my life. Yeah. I am obsessed with him. And then, um, I call him my God dog. Cause he's not really mine. He's my roommate's dog, but I have a Doberman. Well, semi I have a Doberman. Yeah. That, um, yeah. And oh my gosh, like we, I could sit here and talk about dogs all day, every mm. day until like y'all are tired of it. I'm, I'm serious. Like dogs <laughs> are like my favorite thing. Um, yeah, they're just like the best thing ever. What are you laughing
0: at? <laughs> I'm talking about it no, so no, serious. Cause, no, cause I, yeah, I just had about like last week because I have two dogs and that's the max that we can take. I travel a lot. <gasps> yeah. uh, you know, we both, both m- me and my wife have multiple jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, somewhat, we're both somewhat self-employed and all that. But uh, we just, last week there was a dog named Batman. That came yes! up in our, yeah, that came up in our feed, and I couldn't stop thinking about Batman. Gosh. And like, like there's no way I could get him, and like I can't have him. So like, I'm no. trying to find someone I know to adopt him, so I can still be a part of Batman's life. Oh my gosh,
1: my best friend has a great date name named Batman, mm-hmm. and I love that name. What kind of dog is your Batman?
0: Oh, you want to see a picture? Y- yes, this please, is gonna be great. This is gonna be great for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Please. It? He? He's um. It, it he's like was on Black American bulldog. Yeah. Oh my God! Somewhere. It's he's American unbelievable? Bulldog. He's unbelievable. If you don't watch it? I'm gonna go get him. But, but I, you still have to, to get him home. You, you, you I can't. I tried, Shane, I tried to get Shane. I tried to get Shane to get him. Shane, do you have a dog? He doesn't. He I needs don't.
1: Him. But my girlfriend's got a cat. Uh, n- I mean, I like cats too. Don't get me wrong. No, no. But I'm just saying. I don't know if I can have the dog and the cat. You can. Oh, you can. For sure. You, Batman needs a home. Please give Batman
0: a home. <laughs> Batman does need a <laughs> home.
1: Batman needs a home. Batman needs to be loved. I swear, like, I will be walking home with Batman by the end of this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> See? <gasps> oh, my gosh.
0: Yes. Oh. Anyway. Shane, <laughs> if, have you seen this dog? If you're, seen this dog. If, <laughs> If you're listening to this, you can go to Aliqua Animal <laughs> Refuge page, Somebody and uh, there's pictures Batman. of Batman all over Aliqua's page. I'm sure he's adopted already, um, oh but if not, <laughs>
1: or I'll Batman. be I'll be walking home with another dog, heading uh. back to Tennessee with Batman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the so the Doberman and the Pomeranian get together get get along well then.
1: Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah they grew up together. Um, yeah. the the Doberman came in, uh, like, a year after the my little Zeppelin. What's okay. so.
0: Pomeran- oh, a Pomeranian? Oh, Pomeranians are the little fluffy yeah. thing. So.
1: Yeah. Okay. The We're thing. about to bust out a picture of Zeppelin <laughs> right now. Um, and if you haven't looked, you can just head over to my Instagram page and <laughs> see the shrine of Zeppelin that is there. Okay? It is all there. Um, But, okay, wait. Let me, here is this baby oh my gosh this is my little palm <laughs> don't laugh at him okay he's a very bougie looking dog okay i get it mm. but he is um i've actually found him at a shelter I have yeah. no idea how he ended up there but um went there with one of my friends not really intentionally planning on getting a dog and picked him up and i was like done done not putting <laughs> this dog down i didn't like tell my boyfriend or anything just walked home i was like he's like whose dog is that um, I just adopted him. <laughs> this is Zeppelin.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah,
1: you didn't care. But yeah, it's it's the best. Um, yeah, Cesar Milan. Definitely like dream of mine to meet that man. <laughs> Talk to him. Like, please share all the dog info with me.
0: <laughs>
1: please do it.
0: Cool. Well, there you go. So there's
1: our little dog um, yeah. venture.
0: Dogs, <laughs> dogs, Whitney Houston, Sand Jam Fest. Yes. Christy Lovelady's new single yes. on Spotify, Go listen to it. Please. Check it out. If you don't have tickets yet for Sand Jam, I Damn highly it. suggest you do it. We're very, very lucky to have such an event in our area. Thank you so much for coming over Thank to Destin so and seeing much. us. Best yes. of luck the rest of the week. I'm sure you're Thank busting you. your ass all week long. Trying. So, uh, well, we'll Shane so much and much I, were definitely going to come see your show. Yay, Everyone perfect. else, come see your show if you're at Sand Jam. And uh, I'll probably see you around uh, over the weekend as Absolutely.
1: well. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much cool. for having
0: me. Awesome. Thank you. Always telling me how I felt My car was always telling me to put on my seatbelt Stop sign is always telling me to stop And half a mile later, I get the same thing from that cop The world is always telling me what to do Don't hold your breath until your face turns blue Don't drink, don't smoke, don't do crack cocaine Don't jump without a parachute out of a plane Don't drink your craft beers through your plastic straws Don't support gun rights or gun control laws Don't go to a funeral pretending you're dead Don't name your kid Richard if your last name's head Don't go up in the dirigible or down with the ship Don't request wagon wheel if you're not gonna tip. There's a whole lot of don'ts, but there's one big do. Listen to this podcast, whatever it means to you.